The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, member of the Wells, on November 26, 2014, based on Matthew 6, verse 9. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through, Je- through which Jesus instructs us tonight is Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Our Father, who art in heaven. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. Those words so easily roll off our lips, don't they? Our Father who art in heaven. Yet in the Old Testament, believers seldom addressed God as Father. If you look through the Psalms, the prayer book of the Old Testament, you see that they address him as Lord, my God, our Lord, my rock, and other names. But very rarely is he even referred to as Father. And so how astonishing it must have been when Jesus teaches his disciples to address the holy, almighty God as Father. Now, he could have taught them to say, Holy Father, or Almighty Father, and it is perfectly appropriate for us to address God that way in our prayers, and yet also take note of the way Jesus phrased it. Not Holy Father, Almighty Father, but our Father. For you see, he does not want us to imagine that God is some far-off deity whose holiness and might makes him unconcerned about us. No, he is our Father, yours and mine. How personal, how personal to be able to call the almighty, holy God our Father. For all that we have and all the good we enjoy comes from him. Thankful hearts pray to our Father. That's the theme we want to focus on here this evening. Thankful hearts pray to our Father. We pray to our Father because of his compassionate love, that's part one, and because of his heavenly power, part two. Now, one of the rare times in the Old Testament where God is referred to as Father, is in Psalm 103. There we're told, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. What gifts of love has his fatherly compassion given to you? Tomorrow, Over this holiday, many will pause and count their blessings, giving thanks. Yes, even many people of this world will give thanks for the food that's on their table. Many will even look past their own stomachs and give thanks for the other good things they have in life. And even in this materialistic age, there will be many who look past the stuff they have and give thanks for family, friends, and uh, caring relationships. And we, too, certainly 
give thanks to God for those things, for those blessings. And yet, dear friends, if our thanks stops with those, or even if our thanks primarily focuses on those things, then we need to confess with the hymn writer William Reed and and pray, forgive us, Lord, for shallow thankfulness, for dull content with warmth and sheltered care, for songs of praise, for worldly wealthiness, while of your richer gifts we're unaware. For you see all those blessings, as good as they are, even the blessings of family and friendship will fade. As good as they may be, they are still like flowers that will wither and turn to dust, just like our bodies will turn to dust. What are the richer gifts that our Heavenly Father's compassion gives to us? Well, we don't really have to look past that word father, do we? How can you have a father if there is not a son? And isn't that the richest gift he has given us? His own dear son, that priceless treasure. He has given us his son. And along with the Son comes all those other rich spiritual blessings that His compassion and love shower on us. They all come through the Son. For you see, without the Son, we are lost and condemned creatures. Outside of the Son, we are foreigners and aliens, not God's children and heirs. Without the Son, our sin separates us from God like an impenetrable barrier. Outside of the sun, our prayers are unacceptable, unheard, unanswered. Apart from Jesus, apart from faith in the sun, we cannot pray, our Father. But God has given us that richest treasure of all. He has given us his son. And you well know what the sun has done for us. He removed that barrier of sin. Yes, in the Son, you and I, sinners though we are, in the Son we have full and free forgiveness because our sin has been taken away by the Son, paid for with His holy precious blood since He died in our place. Yes, the Son, Jesus Christ, has removed that barrier of sin so that we have open access to God. And since the Son has brought us full and free forgiveness, through faith in the Son, we have all the other rich spiritual blessings the Father wants to shower on us. For you see, where there is the forgiveness of sins, There is also life and salvation. Where there is the forgiveness of sins, there is reconciliation. In the Son, we have reconciliation, peace with God. We have adoption, adoption into His family. In baptism, you were reborn as a child of God. And so, dear Christian, as a child of God, go to your Heavenly Father in prayer. For through the Son, Jesus Christ, you are his dearly loved child. 
Bring all your prayers, all your requests, all your needs, all your desires. Bring them to your heavenly Father. For through faith in Jesus, you are his true child and he is your true Father. Bring everything to him in prayer. Just as a little child has no hesitation to go to his or her dear father with any and every request. For you see, this is your father's will. In fact, he has commanded us as his children to go to him in prayer, to pray to him, to call on him in every time and need. Because that is what he wants. That is his expressed will. And he has promised to hear us. For through Jesus Christ, we are his dear children. And as you pray, remember that you are calling on our Father. For he has adopted us into the same family. Through faith in Christ, we are brothers and sisters. And our Heavenly Father gives us our brothers and sisters to journey with us here on this earth in order that we may speak his word of truth from the scriptures to each other, encouraging and admonishing, instructing uh, and, and, and equipping and building one another up so that we keep our hearts focused on the Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, until we are in that inheritance that is kept in heaven for us who believe. What rich blessings the Father has showered on us. How great his compassion. How great his compassionate love. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to the Father because of his compassionate love. He has given us his Son. He has united us together in his family. Thankful hearts give uh, pray to our Father because of his compassionate love. And as you pray, remember to whom you are praying. He is God Almighty in heaven above. All the heavenly power belongs to him. And that brings us to the second part here. In Psalm 115, we are told, we are told, our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. And so as you pray, who art in heaven, remember that he has the power to answer your prayer. For he is in heaven. He has the power to to answer no matter what. Because he can do whatever he pleases. He reigns over all. Nothing is beyond his power. Nothing is, is, is beyond his understanding. He is God over all. And so, thankful hearts, pray our Father because of his heavenly power. He does whatever he pleases. Now, that does not mean that he is impulsive, capricious, or arbitrary. No, no, he is the Lord. He is constant, unchanging, faithful. And what is his unchanging goodwill? What is his unchanging pleasure to save sinners through his son. That's what pleases him. The scriptures are very clear about that. Peter tells us 
He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And the Lord God himself declares to the prophet Ezekiel, I do not take pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways and live. That's his good and gracious will, dear friends. That's what pleases him. So bring your prayers to him, dear Christian. Cast all your cares on him. Because he is strong enough. No matter how heavy the burden is, no matter how many the worries are, your heavenly Father is strong enough. And so, no matter what you're struggling with right now, no matter what the future might hold, bring it to your Heavenly Father, for He is greater than whatever it is or will be. He cares for you, because through the Son you are His own dear child. He did not spare His Son, but gave Him up for us all. So that no matter how heavy your cross, no matter how great or severe your hardships, pray with the confidence that confesses. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, we pray, and as you pray those words, keep in mind the Father's hands. We sang about them in Psalm 145 earlier. You open your hands and provide for the desires of every living thing. Think of your Father's hands as you pray those words, Our Father who art in heaven, for he has opened his hand and given us his Son, and through his Son all the riches of his spiritual blessings. What compassionate love fills his hands. And those hands are strong strong to guard you and keep you safe, strong to protect you and hold him and hold you close to him in the safety of his arms. What heavenly power fills our Father's hands. Yes, dear friends, thankful hearts pray to our Father. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.